0: Welcome to the Life and Times Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips, everybody. Uh, So good to be back for another week. You know, we're closing in. Remember when I thought that it was my year anniversary and I was all excited, but then I found out it was like July 25th. Uh, We're closing in on that one year anniversary, uh, one, one year of these most amazing podcasts. I feel like that educates so many people. I feel like every time you guys listen to a show and then the show's over, I feel like you felt like you've learned so much and uh you know we'll get back to learning right after a word from our sponsors today's show sponsors are boxing bear print company you can reach them at boxingbear.com it's an independent art studio established in 2011 and they have all your art needs so if you really love alternative art prints I would go check out Boxing Bear Print Company at BoxingBear.com, BoxingBear.com, get to them now, com. And the next sponsor is TheCookieBarnWaco.com. They're actually called The Cookie Barn, but that's where you can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. They're an online cookie company and they have a pickup location and they deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or for any occasion, just enjoy them yourself. Uh, They also specialize in company client relations and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know that you're thinking about them and that you appreciate their business. Also with every purchase, You'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization that helps foster and adoptive families. So every portion, uh, a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another e1a.org, the cookie barn, waco.com. So welcome back to the life and times podcast, everybody. Uh, it's good to be here. Um, I'm your host. Once again, <laughs> I already said that, right? Yeah, I've already said that it's a, uh, that's a thing. It's a fine day. It was a fine day yesterday. See how we do this? See, because it's Monday. It was a fine day yesterday. Or right this second while I'm doing this. Have you felt it outside? Look, if you live in the Oklahoma area, it's been like 115 degrees. I don't know if it was that hot, but it seemed pretty hot. And, um, you know, Sunday, I feel like it was like 73 outside all day long. Grilled out. You know, I, I became the grill master. Um uh, I don't think that went so well. You know how when you start to, you think you're going to grill some gourmet hamburgers? You're like, you know, I'm going to, I'm really going to grill these, these babies up. This, this is going to be some, some of the most fantastic meats, uh, around. And, um, it didn't really, it didn't, it didn't turn out that way. It actually didn't turn out that way at all. It wasn't even good. It wasn't good. (laughs) I have a Traeger grill. um, And you see all those memes online making fun of people with Traeger grills. I really just get it from my brother-in-law because he smokes meats. And I got my buddy Cody. He smokes meats. And he acts like he's the top meat smoker, whatever he is, probably. But um, I I think my Traeger's fine. I I fully believe in the Traeger smoking experience. Uh, I've already I've said this on the podcast before. We had this that we had a smoke off one night. It was between a trager and it was between Cody and the smoker. Now, I, literally, I've did a whole podcast about it. I'm not gonna rehash it. I'm just from memory because you know I was pro smoking uh, yesterday, and uh, you know the trager one hands down. You know this this Leon cat really had it dialed in. I felt like um, so that's how I feel. Except for my recipe, I was so excited. By it. it was just it was hamburgers. By the way, I didn't smoke. <laughs> I, uh, you know, hamburgers aren't considered smoking meats. Um, but I put it on there. It just didn't, you know, sometimes it's not good. And, uh, the meat was probably fine, but I don't know when, when, okay. If the expiration date says refrigerate by the ninth and the day is the, uh, I don't even know if it's real dates. I think that's what it was. Refrigerate by the ninth and I make it on the 12th is that healthy? Like is that okay or is that out I mean I know in their grocery stores like really nasty grocery stores that actually sell expired food like that's what they do so I don't know it was 3 days out uh, I ate it the whole time I was eating it I was thinking I was getting salmonella and all the other various uh foodborne diseases I thought I had E coli a bunch of other stuff but I guess I worked through it I didn't have it uh but it, anyway it wasn't as good as I thought and uh, I, but I am curious to know if somebody could reach out and let me know. I I, don't, I wouldn't make a habit of eating uh out of date, not out of date, refrigerate by days, by date foods. But uh, you know, it went fine. I seem to be fine right now. I mean, uh, look, I'm healthy. I look like i I look like I do squats for a living. But uh, I made some of that up. Uh, but I, you know what would make me work out better? I just thought of this. You know what would make me just extremely work out better uh, if I were to buy a new pair of tennis shoes. T- what? <laughs> when's the last time you bought tennis shoes? I I gotta be honest. I have hated that my whole life. I've never understood it ever. I, I people be like, you guys get your tennis shoes on. Hey get your tennis shoes on before you get outside you better go get your tennis shoes nobody nobody I know okay hold on plenty of people I know have said tennis shoes none of my buddies say tennis shoes I don't know where it came from I've never played tennis I don't like tennis I only know I know five tennis players now I mean I could name like four or five or six professional but I like me personally where I, I grew up in Oklahoma everybody and I've lived all over though but I, I grew up in Oklahoma. I, I know five tennis players in my life. Uh, my neighbor is a tennis player. Uh, Morgan's a tennis player. And then uh, I think Morgan introduced me to her dad. Introduced me to uh, her friend and parents. They're tennis players. That's it. That's the, that is the extent of tennis players in my life. I do not know why, where I grew up, where nobody owned a tennis ball outside of using it as a baseball. Uh, did they say grab your tennis shoes? Did, did, did athletic shoes start with tennis? Now I'd have to go back and check this. I, <laughs> this is my own rabbit hole. Sorry, if you, I, I'm getting a little sidetracked. Well, I don't even know if I'm getting sidetracked. This is what was on my head. Um, you know, back in the, was tennis the first sport that, that required shoes? I mean, is that why we is that why all shoes are called? Grab your tennis shoes. I don't. It doesn't. Hey guys, grab your tennis shoes. It's tennis time. I don't. I just. I don't know why people say that. Uh, But but once again, I didn't do the research, so I'd have to look it up. Maybe tennis was the first sport that required you to put tennis shoes on. And uh, then it just spilled over, and people started playing baseball. I'm like, hey, get your tennis cleats. You guys get your tennis cleats on. We're going to go out, and we're going to take some ground balls. Make sure you get your tennis cleats. So if you say, I guess, guess, uh, uh, (laughs) let me summarize. If you say tennis shoes, and you're not playing tennis, and you don't know anybody that plays tennis, stop saying tennis shoes. Just say, go put your shoes on. You know, I mean, just think about it. Go put your shoes on. Okay. All right. Hey, guys, we're going to go outside and play basketball. Okay. Go get your shoes on. That's all you have to say. Because you know what they're not going to come out in when you say, hey, go get your shoes on because we're going to play basketball? They're not going to come out in cowboy boots. They're not going to come out in fancy dress shoes. It's not going to happen. What do you think they're going to do? They're going to march right in the house. And they're gonna grab their ten- <laughs> and they're gonna grab their tennis shoes because they don't know what else they're called. Because if you're a parent and you keep calling it that, the kids it grows up. It's like the cycle never stops, you know. And if if your family's grown up saying that, you gotta you gotta shut it off. I think now's the generation that we stop using the word tennis shoes. You know, speaking of tennis shoes, uh, have you guys ever ran from the wall? Has anybody ever done that? I mean, look. Well, some people have like done it for real, like all the way. Like like they know I'm in a car chase with the law because 42 uh, cop cars are behind me and I'm going through the city and I'm mowing through signs. And and not that. I haven't done that. I just, You know, just like the little kid stuff. You know, the small town. You know, just an occasional run from the law here and there in the small town. That be, I don't know if you've ever been involved in that. Uh, I've done that several times. Um, but, you know, like you're speeding on the... Speed, as a kid, I look, I'm old. Like I've doubled the age. I don't, I don't, I don't do it anymore. As a matter of fact, real life, I don't even speed anymore. Like I don't, um, another podcast, you'd have to go hear it a long time ago. But you know, that, that was like the last time I, 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 drove like that, but I would do it all the time, you know, cause you drive a little faster when you're 16. That's what you do, or you're not supposed to, but that's what kids do. At least where I grew up. And so the, the laws would chase you and it happened fairly often but if they had to turn around, you would drive faster, take some side streets, you know, and cross your fingers. Uh, I got caught only one time. Well, whatever, man. Not not the podcast show. We're not even talking about that time. I got t- caught twice, if you want to include it. Um, but, you know, this is it. This is what I was thinking. So I was doing uh, over 100 miles an hour. And I was out by this place called Pegs. If you guys know where Pegs is at. <laughs> Listen. Uh okay. If you're from uh, another country, you don't know where Pegs is at. People from the big city of Tulsa don't know where Pegs is at. Anyway, so I was like I was driving and I was uh I passed a highway patrolman on a bridge. I'll just summarize the story. I passed him on a bridge. I knew he had to get off the bridge. Similar situation to the to the other time. Uh it was a two-lane road and there was no shoulder. And it was on a curve. So there's no way that he could he couldn't do a U-turn in the road and I knew it. So, I passed him. I'm like, oh, gosh, that was a highway patrolman. I mean, I know it's going to happen. So, I, I sped up again. I don't know, 120 miles an hour. I drove about two miles, and I turned, for, just for the locals, just for the locals. I drove about two miles, and I turned right on, uh, on Boy Scout Road, uh, loc- Locust Grove Locals. Uh, so, I turned right on Boy Scout Road. And so, um, now back to everybody that doesn't know what that is. So, I turned down this country road, <laughs> and the first house on the left just so happened to be, uh, you know, my friend's house. So I pulled up in his yard about 40 miles an hour, and I slid the car in behind the house, like right behind the house, and I parked right up next to the house uh, because, you know, I knew there was a small pursuit going. But listen, I wasn't, like, running from the cops. It wasn't like there was 30 of them. I didn't run a roadblock. You know, it was none of that. I'm not, I'm not criminal. I just didn't see him. Those are air quotations for those of you who can't see me. I just didn't see him. I didn't know he was coming after me. I just assumed he was. <laughs> so, so I I hid, and and uh, my friend's mom came out, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Uh, listen, um, hey, Connie, let's just uh, just calm down just for a second. Uh, I just need to sit here for just a few minutes." Uh, she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Well, I passed a highway patrolman, and I was I was doing an excessive amount of of speeding, and I just felt." <laughs> And I didn't. I know that you're not supposed to do that. And I'm. And I'm. But I'm. Pray, but I'm praying for myself right now that I don't do it again. Uh, that's what I told her. And so. Uh, and that's it. You know. And I'm gonna. I'll work it out. Uh, later. And so she's like, okay. She like smiled and then went in the house. And to be honest, uh, I didn't even like get out and go in the house because uh, I just needed a few minutes. So I waited a few minutes and I I pull out uh, about ten minutes later literally 10 minutes later. Now remember, there's like two or three miles from the time that I passed the guy and turned onto that road. 10 minutes later, (laughs) I pulled out of her house. I I was only on that road because it was the first house on the left, maybe 500 yards. So I pulled down, stopped at the stop sign, 500 yards away. I'm about to get on the highway, but approaching that highway patrolman. That highway patrolman has an exact replica <laughs> of my car. He pulled over the same kind of car, the same color, and he had it pulled over on this bridge. Uh, not the same bridge from where I passed him, but he had him pulled over on this bridge. And I know that cop was just giving him, like, you know, the walk for. I guarantee he was. And he, could you imagine, like, he walked up, he's like, Oh, you were running from me? Or whatever he might have said. I don't know. I'm sure it was intense because I know he had to drive really fast. Uh, pulls up, and I know those people are like, I wasn't speeding. I wasn't even – whatever stories they were telling him, I know there's no way that he was going to let him get out of it. And I drove right past him. I drove right past him doing the speed limit with my seatbelt on. And um, that was it. I, look, I don't know. I don't know the people that got pulled over. I just know that – Some poor person with the exact same car as mine got pulled over, and they had no idea why they were pulled over. And I guarantee the Highway Patrol was not happy. Um, I guess uh, for the kids out there, for the kids out there that listen to the show, and by the way, there are kids that listen to the show. Moral of the story, kids, when you turn 16, don't speed. It's not worth it. It's It's not worth it. Uh I mean if you get caught one time though you get better stories later. But you guys ever uh you ever want to go <laughs> Look at this transition. You ever wanted to go on vacation? Well, look I don't know what's happening with COVID, but I want to go on vacation. I want to go to a to a safari. Um an African safari. Uh Tanzania really is where I want to go. I want to go to the Serengeti. Uh, and why do I want to do that? I don't know. I'm sure I heard it on a song. I think Toto put it on a song, Africa. Maybe that's when I first wanted to go. <laughs> do you guys, you guys know that song? Maybe that's when I first wanted to go. When when Toto said, "Hey guys, you got to go." I don't. Even, I don't know the the. <laughs> I don't know that part of the song because I can't. Re- why do I stutter when I'm trying to recall memories? I don't know the part of the song and how he sings. The word Serengeti, but I'm just saying, thanks, Toto, for making me want to go there. So I started looking at these vacation uh, packages. I don't even know how much they cost. I didn't get that far. I couldn't find it. But I was reading, uh, is it safe for tourists? Is it safe for Americans? That's what you always type in when you live in the United States. Uh, is the Serengeti uh, vacation package. Is it safe for Americans? Oh, it's, it's extra safe. Crime's very rare. As long as you stick to the same general rules that you would anywhere else. That's what they say. Eh, and maybe that's a thing like I, <laughs> yeah, I guess, uh, but really it wasn't so much the person crime I was talking about because if I'm going to be on the Serengeti plains out there, I, I don't know if I said that correctly, but if I'm going to be out there, you know, I don't know I mean, like how many humans are just going to be rolling around at nighttime out there, especially I would, could you imagine if you were in Oklahoma, do you know how many less people would deer hunt? You know how many less people would deer hunt in Oklahoma um, if there were bears and lions and tigers and cats and hippos and crocodiles and every kind of the most poisonous snakes in the world live in there? There would be way less deer hunters. They're like, there's no way I'm going out here by myself on this morning and get I'm not getting lioned to death. I'm not doing it. Anyway, so that, that's the part I was talking about. It wasn't necessarily the, the people. I would probably worry about that getting there, like getting to the actual location, but I just don't see a bunch of people sneaking around at nighttime uh, with lions out there. So I want to go, and it says, oh, attacks are very rare on people. And then I see this picture with a gigantic lion right beside um, this. You, you roll around. right? Somebody drives you around in these. They're not Jeeps. There's a, like these vehicles. They have a they have a cover, they have a top, but the sides are all open. It's like a school bus without walls. however <laughs> however you make that happen, right? That's what it is. And that line's right in front of them. What is to stop the lion from jumping right into the car? You know I don't not I want to do it. I know it's going to be awesome, but I seriously i I know you're probably fascinated, but you're probably fascinated after you get home at night. I don't know if you're fascinated. While it's happening, because I, well, there'd be a mild bit of that, but there would also be more of a sense of, man, if that cat turns around, he's gonna swipe my face off. That's what I, that's what I would think. But I, I want to go, like that's what I want to do. And to be honest, do you know why I didn't want to go? I'm just I'm just being real, because you still gotta wear a COVID mask. And I don't I don't not I'm not being a COVID denier. Okay, I'm not being a COVID denier. I'm just saying I've, i I've just had enough of okay, I listen, I personally don't believe that wearing a mask helps that's what I, that's my own personal belief um but to if I had to go uh, to a safari now I didn't look up average temperatures, but it's in Africa. I would assume it's hot. I don't want to wear a face mask in Africa. it's going to be hot. I'd have to look up Tanzania temperatures uh Serengeti temperatures anyway, but I think I want to do that my friend wants to go hike Kilimanjaro. And I don't know. now look, I'm I'm out of shape. I'm out of shape, but you can actually walk to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. And it's probably difficult if you're built like me. It's probably it's probably not cool if you're built like me, but I want to go do that and we had talked about it. Now, once again, what I have not done because I listen, guys, I just I, I just wing this off the top of my head. I didn't like write anything down. Uh I don't know where Tanzania is from the Serengeti What do you call it? National Park. I don't know. I don't is it even close? I shouldn't even say that. I'm I'm gonna sound like a complete <laughs> complete moron for people. All right, listen, I did research this in the middle of the show. Normally, I don't do this, but I was sounding like really, really ridiculous, and I was wondering how far uh, it would be because I, I wanted to do both those things, go to the Serengeti uh, National Park and then uh, Kil- Mount Kilimanjaro. I want to hike that to the top, um, and, and which you can. Like, you can walk it, and it doesn't require ice picks and all the stuff I'm, I'm not going to do. like. like <laughs> I'm not saying that in my heart I don't want to do it. I'm just saying like in this current physical condition, I'm not doing it. Let's just be serious. Uh, so then I, I, I go back to pull up the Toto song, and I found Kilimanjaro. And here's what's crazy. This is what's crazy about me just saying these two things. Because remember, I just I just randomly I, – I was already randomly going to go hike Kilimanjaro with my friend. We had talked about it uh, a year ago. Um, and then just – Today, I forgot what I was looking at. I was reading something about Elton John and the Circle of Life, and, I'm, and, it, and it said something, his passion or his, the reason for the song, he was at Serengeti or whatever it was, right? Something like that. So I looked it up. Then I got all fired up about it. And just now on the podcast is when I related the two things together. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I should do it at the same time. Well, guess what? Turns out it's only 200 miles apart. That's it. So I didn't know where... One was in Africa, the whole continent. I didn't know where one was in Africa and the other was yeah, there's 200 miles apart I'm fired up I'm now going listen I'm I'm going to Kilimanjaro and Serengeti same trip mark it down uh so i I get on uh, uh apple play here. ready for this uh, you're going to get uh, about five words of a, of a song here. bro for the two things it's like it's meant to be right it's like uh you know it's like tennis shoes. it's meant to be ready for this. Uh, get him Toto, yeah, Cuff. So anyway, uh, that's it. Like that, they say both of those in the same breath in the song. Pretty much the same breath, same sentence. I'm fired up. I'm going, and I'm and I'm going to do it. Uh, but you know, the, there's got to be some some physical some conditioning that's got to happen first. I mean, that's a thing. Like, it, there's got to be some kind of conditioning, or I'm not doing it. How cool is that though? That song Toto when I was a kid. Uh, my mom would listen to the Easy Listening channel. You know, you know you've know, you heard of that. Oh, Delilah. You guys remember Delilah? Delilah. She would listen to Easy Listening all the time. And um, they would play that song. And as a child, I hated that song. I didn't like it at all. I didn't. I just thought it was a boring song. But now as an adult, when you are listening to the sweet sounds of Toto, you know. Africa, what a great song! I don't know if I even know. I would have to. I would have to go back and open my thing. Is there even another Toto song that anybody's heard of? I mean, I say that. I said, look, I say something silly like that, and for all I know, I've been listening to the Toto's greatest hits my whole life. But I, I don't know. Is there another Toto song? Do you even know who Toto is? So, you know, I, I, I was just uh, talking about Toto. There, uh, it turns out. Turns out Toto's great. <laughs> I didn't. I did. I didn't remember, man. It's like I. It's, I didn't. I didn't grow up a Toto fan. I already told you when the when Toto would come on, and as a kid, that song that I now love. Yeah, you know, I just remember like it was depressing. Like I hate the song, and I completely don't hate that song. So I just you know and I, whatever. There's a bunch of good Toto songs. You know if you're if you're that age, you know some people don't some people don't know certain bands. I brought up a band the other day, people that acted like I was crazy. Like a kid. I was talking to kids. It's like, hey, you know Incubus? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay. Hey, well, you never even heard of them at all? No. Okay. That sounds pretty good. And then, you know, I'd ask, uh, did you hear this song? Whatever that song was, Incubus Hat Drive or whatever. No. Nothing. Crickets. These kids don't know. So, uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm going to go help out at a church camp. Um end of July, like, I'm going to help out. I'm going to, I'm going to be a counselor, you know, a camp counselor. <laughs> like, I'm just, I only went to like two church camps when I was a kid and I'm, I'm going to go to one and, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to be there, but there was a great text message that was shared today. Uh, I text the, uh, the guy who, who runs the, the camp and, um, I don't know. I said, Hey, what kind of vape pens do you, by the way, I don't, if you, I think it was on a podcast. I tried a vape, a vape pen just to be funny one day uh, and I was like just being fun. Like that's it. I was just being humorous and I coughed. I'm seriously, it made me sick. I like, didn't feel good. So I hate, I hate vape pens. So don't, don't misread. I hate, they're disgusting. So, but to be funny, because I'm going to church camp. And when I was a little kid, you'd always, there would always be those random kids who would go smoke cigarettes out in the woods. And by the way, today I'm 41. I've never smoked a cigarette. I just, I just, I just think they're gross. But, but the 41 year, well, but I smoke cigars like, it's not like I'm innocent. Okay. But, so anyway, you know, the kids that would smoke uh, at church camp all the time. There's always like some kid would sneak in dip or some kid would sneak in cigarettes like they just got to burn one when you're 15 like you just got to go burn one i to be honest i don't i don't i don't understand it doesn't make any sense but because of those historic things that kids had always done um i uh text the guy who's going to run the camp and i'm like hey what kind of vape pen uh, should we use there for church camp what kind of what kind of vape pen do you use at church camp that's what i that's what i sent to him Um, and he said the kind that you, uh, inhale the uh, Holy ghost with, and they sell them at the church camp store. So be sure to get that. That's what he said. That's what he told me. Did you guys know they sell vape pens at church camp? I don't know. You'll have to take it up with him. That's what he said. Uh, listen, everybody. I thanks you. uh, Thanks. Thanks you. Thanks you for listening to the show. Thanks to you so much. Um, it's good to hear everybody's voice. It's good to hear your voice. It's probably good to hear my voice. Uh, good to hear yours. Love everybody. Uh, put Pete Rose in the hall of fame. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, have the most fantastic week. And then I guess I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Love you. Bye.